everybody. I'm Mitch Goldich, and welcome to episode 40 of Mitch Eats Food, a podcast where I talk about eating food. Thanks, as always, to those of you who have subscribed and left ratings and reviews. You can subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and find me on social media for pictures to go along with every episode. Now, today we've got a good one. I was in Chicago for a wedding recently, and that is a city that I love. I've spent a good amount of time there. I had one year where I traveled to Chicago a lot for work, and another year where I was in grad school at Northwestern and lived in the city. So uh, I was there for a wedding last week with a bunch of friends, and there's a lot that I wanted to do, but let's be honest, there's one thing that everyone knows has to be on the list. Let's talk about everyone's favorite food. We're talking pizza. Not just any pizza, because in Chicago, people often pick sides. The two most popular of the big pizza chains are Lou Malnati's and Giordano's. I myself am a Giordano's man, and now I'm going to bring in a special guest here, someone I have eaten quite a bit of Giordano's with in my life. His name is Mike Scanella. Mike, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me, Mitch. Absolutely. Now, uh, like I said, you've been to Chicago's a lot. Or you've been to Chicago a lot too, and uh, you consider yourself a big Giordano's fan as well. Yeah, I, uh, I've never lived there, but. Um... At my previous job, they were headquartered in Chicago, so I got to fly in uh, for several weeks where I got to visit a good friend of mine, Mitch Goldich, there, uh, where we would eat Giordano's pizza. Yeah, uh, and let's be honest, this was like the only thing we were talking about after we got off the plane uh, and landed. We were talking about when are we going to Giordano's, how far away is it right now, how many times do we think we can squeeze it in in this one long weekend, and we ended up going... Yeah, go I think ahead. well in advance of uh, landing there, were we talking about when we were going to go, and once we'd already gone, how many more times we could go. Yeah, and so we went. This is not necessarily what I'd advise. Uh, we went the day of the wedding for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you go to weddings, you're you're drinking, you're eating, you're dancing, and a lot of times I think people would uh, go light on breakfast and lunch that day before going to the wedding. And we just took it all the way to the other end of the spectrum. And we said, you know, this is the best time all weekend to get Giordano's. We're doing it. I don't care how many hours it is until this wedding. Let's get our, not just pizza, but like deep dish, heavy filling pizza uh, right before and, the wedding. No regrets, right? And, you know, not only everything did we did, you just said, but you added the garlic. And I'm sure we'll get into <laughs> that. But I think the, the addition of the garlic built into the pizza really puts it over the top as the pre-wedding dinner of choice. Whew, that is my pro tip. We will get into the garlic. All right, so let's talk about our yeah. order. Uh, we were there. There were four of us, which was nice because, um, you know, we got to do – We you know, we could have done just one big pizza to split, but we ended up doing two and sharing just so that we could try a couple different things. So we went with one deep dish and one thin crust. Now, the deep dish on their menu, it's what they actually call stuffed. And they have the small one, which is six slices – which uh, it actually doesn't say how many inches it is. All their small pizzas, besides the stuff, say 12 inches. So that's I assumed this was 12 inches, but it just says mm -hmm. six slices feeds two to three people. And then we did a thin crust, which was also the uh, the 12 incher. So for the deep dish, we got it stuffed with sausage, pineapple, and fresh garlic. And then the thin crust one, we got the uh, Giardinera peppers and pepperoni. So I think we need to start with the deep dish and. Uh, you know, it's the Agreed. one. Yeah, you know, it's it's the best. It's the reason you go. Um, you know, the thin crust is good. Normal pizza is very good anywhere. As you know, I might have to go on a little rant about that later. But the the true <laughs> deep dish stuffed. I mean, that's what Chicago does that you really can't get anywhere else. You know, I live in New York. They've got good pizza in New York. But the true deep dish stuffed. That's what you're there for. 
and it totally lives up every time in my book. Uh, do you do you want to go ahead with your thoughts here and just you know overall impressions of this pizza? Yeah, yeah, no, uh, I agree with everything you said. Um, it really it's in a class of its own. Um, you know, I grew up in New Jersey. Uh, I lived in Hoboken for five years. My uh, girlfriend and now wife uh, at the time um, lived in the West Village near um, Original Joe's Pizza on Bleecker Street. So, you know, I've had my fair share of real, real deal pizza. But like I said, Chicago is really its own style. And they, um, you call it deep dish, and I, I agree. And it's I would call it layered deep dish because you'll probably get into the, the way they set it up. But it was sausage on the bottom with cheese on top or with sauce on top of that with the garlic and the pineapple mixed in it was really really extravagant yeah so yeah i mean for people who aren't familiar um you know and i, I think there are there are haters this is so stupid um because yep. there's all pizza is yeah. good pizza people should be allowed to love whatever pizza they want but there are haters who think that it's gross and it's too heavy and whatever else oh, um gosh. but they are mistaken. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so for those who don't know what it looks like, you know, if you look at the picture from the, like, the bird's eye view, you just see the sauce and the pineapple and the cheese because <laughs> you don't see everything that's bubbling under the surface. Um, yeah. But I like how they do it. You know, it's a little bit different. I, I, you know, I think you look at it and you look at the slice and you think that maybe it's going to be messier because you're going to get sauce all over everything, but it actually stays pretty put together you know no, it, it, it holds together it, it holds together. it does impressively the big thing is you know we it came sliced but then they give us the little uh, the wedge uh to pick up the slices and what's amazing is when you lift one you just see the oil kind of uh mm -hmm. squirt out mm -hmm. um you know less so as the pizza sits and settles but definitely that first slice that we lifted off of the tray in the middle of the table you just see the uh <laughs> the oil shoot out and it's hot and the cheese is so gooey and melty but um Man, I, I mean, I don't even. There's not a ton to say about it, um, except that it's. Well, I, let me say about the grease. You know, yeah. People, people hear greasy pizza and they think it's it's leaking through with a thin slice of pizza to the pizza box, and you see the grease marks, or you pick up a piece of pizza and it's dripping out of it. I gotta say, the way they design this particular pie at Giordano's, they really it holds its own, and you're not seeing the grease break through their crust. I think it's a well developed crust. And it kind of like it's it's not greasy in that the sense that it's getting all over your fingers. It's greasy in that it's absorbing in itself and not making a huge mess. Yeah, I think that's the point that I was gonna make and then got sidetracked on a tangent. But um, <laughs> you know, you look at it, you think it's gonna be messy, but it really holds together quite well. And some people do knife and fork. I think you and I both just picked up the first slice and got right into it. Um, so, you know, you're worried that because the cheese isn't on top to hold everything together, things are going to fall off all over your plate. But really, it's not that hard to just take a bite into it and have all these toppings stay in and, and you know, get each of the toppings in one bite, which to me is a, an important yeah. thing about the pizza experience. Mm -hmm. You don't like when they skimp on toppings and it's like every fifth bite you're going to have some of the toppings. This, I really felt like I got a lot of bites. I mean, there's you'll see in the picture, there's a lot of pineapple on this, which was nice. Um, they did not skimp on the pineapple or the fresh garlic, um, and you mentioned that yeah. right off the bat. That's my yeah. pro tip for anyone who goes there. They have a list of all the toppings on the menu, and fresh garlic is one of the toppings. Now, people love putting garlic powder on pizza, but it's so much better when they actually just cook it with the fresh garlic baked in, and I just think that improves 
any combination of toppings that you're going to get with the fresh garlic, it's going to be better. So I tell everyone to do that, and I love that that's a thing that they offer. And then, you know, your deep dish sits in the oven and just has this garlic roasting on top of it, and the flavor just soaks into the whole pizza, and I just I love that about it. And I'll make two points there. The first being that, you know, we dive right into that pizza, and you go right after, but the thing you got to be careful about is not to just burn your mouth right off your face because it's so hot coming out of that oven and the grease is in there and you just can't wait to get in it. And it's such a big slice that as you're biting through it, you just, you got to be careful. You're not, uh, not getting a serious burn. And then the second point is you, you, it's, there are toppings, but you think of toppings as something that's thrown on top of a pizza, but this was built in layers. So you're not, taking an extra large bite to try and get everything. It's if you take one bite through the pizza, you now filled and melded together all three or four layers that you've asked for into one delightful bite. <laughs> delightful, yes. Um, and what did you think of the, the crust itself? Um, are you a fan of that style? Not just the crust, like the, the dough at the bottom. Um, you know, I don't even yep, know what yep. you, people hear crust and they just think of the outer rim of the pizza, but like that whole bottom layer is also thick uh, and part of what makes it the deep dish uh, and, and really good and helps hold everything together. But what do you think of the, the crust itself? So I, I, I like the crust and the, the base of it. Um, I, I, I would consider it almost to a savory pie uh, where, you know, it's like a, a, a flaky layered crust. My one complaint about Giordano's pizza is I don't think you can get or it's difficult to get the perfect bite and by that i mean that you're getting some of the crust that saucy barrier between the cheese and the crust and then some of that cheese and you know if you kind of turn a regular slice of pizza at the right angle you can get that perfect bite i find that's hard to do with the crunchy outside crust just because of the you know four or five inch depth of the slice yeah, you sort of you eat the rest of the pizza down to the base and then eat the crust afterwards or maybe dip it in, in like sauce if there's a little bit of extra sitting around. Uh, that's, right, that's... right. You just you're missing that perfect bite. And not to say that the rest of it isn't damn near perfect, but, you know, I always envision getting, you know, you work your way to the crust and then you kind of angle it the right way and it's hard to do with the with the deep dish yeah like those old uh, pizza hut commercials where they're eating the the crust <laughs> first and it's like turning the pizza sideways that's now now i'm envisioning you doing that um that's a that's a fair yeah, criticism yeah. that i did not think of that in the moment so clearly it's not something that bothered me um mm -hmm. but i just love you use the word flaky and i think of it the dough that they used you said like a savory pie almost to me it's like a biscuit where like the outside is just a little bit crispy and flaky, uh, but it's still, it's easy to bite into. And once you get into that inner part, it's just like, you know, uh, soft and doughy and just delicious and just easy to bite right through it. And so for me, that that's sort of uh, what I envision uh, as far as the texture, like the texture of a biscuit. And, you know, I love, I'll eat anything on a biscuit and uh, to be able to combine <laughs> that texture with the, the really good sauce and the cheese and the toppings and everything else. Uh, you know, you said you don't quite get a perfect bite. I, I, uh, I kind of feel like maybe this is too poetic or cheesy, uh, but you know, every bite's a perfect bite. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, also, know, I, I just, I just apologize for my... being cheesy while talking about pizza. That was an unintentional. That was that pun was not intended, and I regretted it as soon as it came out of my mouth. 
Yeah, it was it was on your best work. Um, not not no. I, I would say uh, I tried to caveat my not getting the perfect bite with every bite's pretty good, but you know, and sometimes for the true pizza eater, you know, you envision the end of that slice being just the right balance, and it's kind of hard to get all of the components into one, just given this typic this variety of pizza. Sure, that, and that's your personal pizza preference <laughs> and the way you eat it. Um, we should talk about the thin crust. You know, the the deep dish is the star of the show, as I often talk about on episodes. Mm-hmm, but the thin crust mm-hmm. is still very good. Um, you had the topping suggestion here with the giardinera peppers, which I have not done before there. But uh, the the thin crust looks more like a classic traditional pizza. If you uh, people can again follow me on uh, Twitter and Instagram and see pictures, it looks like a pizza where you're going to see the cheese. And that one had the giardinera peppers on top, and then the pepperoni still on the bottom underneath the cheese, just like the sausage was in the deep dish. So you'd have some bites that would have surprise pepperoni. Uh, you didn't know mm-hmm, that you were about mm-hmm. to bite into one, and then you got the whole pepperoni slides out. Uh, and into your mouth, but that was a good call on the giardinera peppers. I don't know if that's something you've done before, or I think you mentioned you've just been I, really into giardinera lately. Do you want to explain what that yeah. is, maybe for people who don't know? Yeah, yeah. So I've never done it on pizza, but um, giardinera is basically spicy pickled vegetables, um, and generally it's cauliflower, carrot, peppers, red pepper. It can be celery, um, and you get a big jar of it at the supermarket, and it's stinks to high heaven but if you're into pickled vegetables it's it's really quite delicious you get um different variety different levels of heat um i think this one was a reasonable level um you know more of the uh medium i'd say um and you know it's sort of i i guess you could say it's a it's a substitute for banana peppers a lot of people put that on pizza but i think this is a more flavorful um more variety type of uh spicy pepper yeah it, i thought it had you called it medium i thought it had a pretty good kick to it um i don't want to yeah. overhype it but I, I definitely i you know <laughs> I, I i got i felt it um yeah yeah you know they have the the crushed red pepper and oregano and parmesan on the table and i put crushed red pepper on the deep dish pizza uh did not need it on the thin crust the giardinera peppers were enough of a kick <laughs> that we, we didn't need it there um, that was also, you know, everyone talks about the deep dish. This was also just a really good pizza. They, both yep. of them, but this one just had a really good uh, sauce to cheese ratio. And, you know, you talk about that perfect bite. This one was, again, just, you know, every bite was really good. And, and really the ratio stood out to me where so, a lot of times they undersauce the pizza. And this one, you look at it and there's plenty of sauce. You can see the cheese sort of like bubbling up on top of the sauce, uh, like helping to contain it all in. But it wasn't like too much. It was really like just a great amount of sauce. And, you know, I I don't prefer thin crust pizza um, in general, not just because of the outside rim, the actual crust, but like the base. I like it when it's a little bit thicker. Um, Mm -hmm. But it was nice to do both and have the contrast. But this, uh, you know, even though I don't love thin crust, I mean, this was this was awesome. I feel like I could have eaten two of these by myself uh, because it's nowhere near as filling. But this this is this is really good pizza. And they call it thin crust. But I I think, you know, given they offer the deep dish, I I would call their their thin crust. I, I would put thin in quotes. I would the depth of it was, I'd say, more in line with your traditional uh, New York style uh, slice of pizza. And I'll say that this version definitely um, better afforded you the opportunity for that perfect bite I previously described. You know, you could get in there a little better uh, and get the right angle 
uh, on that and combine your cheese, sauce, and crust opportunity into one. Yeah, I agree with you, except for the actual crust on the outer edge, which definitely is thinner. You know, a normal pizza you see. Yeah, I agree. It, it's That's a good bigger. And, point. I and there's, and that is my, that was my one complaint about that pizza is I didn't think the outside crust was that, uh, there's really nothing distinct or interesting or flavorful, even like some seasoning or something. I, you know, that was nothing special. I, I liked the inside uh, pieces and, you know, it was still good. I, you know, I still had a, at least a piece of the outer edge uh, or sort of like a corner piece that was a lot of crust and it was still good, but there was nothing really special about that crust. Uh, nothing that stands out about it. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, you know, you mentioned the sauce and you were right. A lot of people can get turned off by too much sauce. I, I can never have too much sauce on a pizza and just, you know, between them, I'm, I can just picture them in the back dumping ladle upon label upon the thick crust and leaving it there to bake or on the their thin crust, you know, then covering up with cheese. But there are copious amounts of sauce and I think ample to go around should you have a remaining crust. Um, they provide optimal dippage opportunities. Yeah. The, uh, the Italian side of your family, uh, for people who can't hear it or in the name Scanella, uh, that, that comes from that side. You're a, a sauce guy. And, uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I can hear that coming out of you. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so that, yeah. yeah, that's it. I don't have too much else to say. The one thing, I, you know, I started to get into my rants, but I talked about this in uh, episode 28, uh, which was the one from Celebreeze in Philly. I just think, you know, so many people, uh, a lot of people love Deep Dish in Chicago. A lot of people are not big fans. I just, I can't uh, quite get my head around the people who, like, fight about this on the internet and debate. It's such a heated <laughs> thing. Like, what's better between New York or Chicago? And, you know, I, I live in New York, and I think I, I have to say that I prefer Chicago pizza, but I like both, and it doesn't seem – it seems crazy to me that people try and put one down. There's plenty of room to just say that you love and appreciate both of them, um, and, you know, people think that they're the only two cities in the country that have good pizza. I made this point about Philly. A lot of people grow up in places, and they have good pizza without having to go to New York or Chicago. There's, there's room for a lot of good pizza out in the world. That's all I wanted to say. I, uh, yeah, yeah, no, I, I agree with that. Um, I, I think they're, you know, they're both called pizza and they generally resemble pizza, but I, I don't think it's fair to, to come. It's, it's, I don't know if apples and oranges is the right thing to say because we're talking about pizza, but you kind of get what I'm saying where they're, they're pizza, but they're just so different, I think, in structure and style and taste that it's, it's hard. You can like one better than the other, but to say or compare and try and, run them up against each other is difficult to do. Yeah, I'm just preemptively talking to the people who say that it's not pizza or that they don't consider it pizza. That to me is insane. It is pizza. Yeah, it is yeah. delicious pizza. And it's I love got it. a crust. It's got sauce. It's got cheese. It's pizza. Boom. That's all you need. There um, you all right. Very last thing now that I want to say before we get out of here. I just want to say uh, there's one particular beer that I love. Now, a lot of people are familiar with Goose Island, <laughs> which I had. <laughs> you know how excited I was about this. So Goose Island has a lot of good beers that I like a lot. And when I lived in Chicago, I had it all the time. Then I moved to New York and New York started getting Goose Island. I think the whole East Coast uh, started getting a bunch of them. And now I see the Goose IPA all over the place. But there's one Goose Island in particular, the Green Line, which is a pale ale that I really love and had all the time when I was in Chicago. And that is one Goose Island that I cannot find on the East Coast anywhere. So I hadn't had one in five years. 
we were out at the bar the night before we went for pizza and I was looking for it on the menu and I said, oh man, I got to get my one green line before we leave this weekend. And then as luck should have it, they have the Goose Island green line at Giordano's. So major bonus points to them for having the beer that I like. Uh, I was a little bit worried that it wouldn't live up after five years of sort of building this beer up in my <laughs> mind. It was very good. It's not my favorite beer of all time. Uh, you know, it's, it's, not, uh, it's not five stars on Untapped. But it was a very good pale ale, and I was really happy, you know, for taste and nostalgia just to have it. So uh, shout out to Giordano's for having the Goose Island Green Line. Thank you very much. I enjoyed uh, two of them with our pizza. <laughs> yeah, that's that's something we definitely needed on top of that heavy pizza with <laughs> additional carbonation and beer. But, uh, you know, it does complement it nicely. Yeah. What did you have? You had a Miller High Life and a Frosted Glass. Am I right? Uh, yep, and then when I got a second Miller High Life, I requested a fresh uh, frosty glass to continue uh, in that delightful trend. There you go. You I'm know, guilty of that. You, it was a delicious meal, and you deserved it. I'm glad you got your second frosted glass. Thank you, and I, I'm glad we each got our second beer and two types of pizza. Yeah, it was great. All right. Well, Scanella, thanks for joining me and making your uh, Mitch Eats Food debut. We'll have to get you back on another time. A pleasure. I appreciate you having me. And, uh, you know, you're talking about nostalgia. It was nice to uh, share some Giordano's pizza with you once again in uh, beautiful Chicago. Yep. Always a good time. All right. Well, thank you, Mike. And thanks, everyone else, as always, for listening. If you're new, you should go back and check out all my previous episodes. Many are just me by myself. A bunch of them have fun guests. And I have all kinds of episodes on meals all over the place. A lot are in New York. A lot are from all over the country and really the world. This is now our 40th episode, and I'm up to 12 different states and four countries. So I've been eating all over the place with a bunch of my friends. You can subscribe in iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Google Play. While you're there, write a review in iTunes or Apple Podcasts. Please give me five stars. Tell me what you think. Tell me where I should go next. Those really help other people find the podcast. You can also follow me at Mitch Goldich on Twitter and Instagram, or search for Mitch Goldich on Facebook. Then you'll see food pictures, and you can also leave comments there. You can also follow Mitch Eats Food Pod on Instagram, which is the Instagram account devoted just to this podcast so you don't see my sports pictures. You just get my food pics, and that account has pictures from every episode of the podcast, even ones, even meals that don't turn into episodes. Lastly, you can email MitchEatsFood at gmail.com. Make sure you tell all your friends, and I'll talk to you again real soon. Mm-hmm.